0: Welcome back to The Watchlist. I'm Nicole Petalita. time to focus on ETFs. Joining me right now, Todd Rosenbluth, Head of Research at Betify. So, good to see you, Todd. Thanks for being with us. So, ETFs, the low volatility ETFs outperformed. How did they outperform? Can this continue?
1: Well, we think it can. So, ETFs own stocks of companies that have been less risky over a period of time, either the last three months, last six months, last year. These are primarily focused on the more defensive sectors. So the Invesco SPLV ETF, the Invesco S&P 500 low volatility portfolio is down roughly 5% this year, about a third of the losses that we've seen for the broader S&P 500 by being heavily weighted in utilities, in consumer staples, in real estate versus the broader marketplace. and. It just went under a rebalance, a quarterly rebalance, and it added exposure to consumer staples companies. Those stocks tend to hold up better during the volatility that we've seen in 2022. And this ETF tends to be underexposed to some of the more cyclical sectors that have been underperforming this year. So information technology is a relatively small weighting in SPLV. Consumer discretionary is a relatively small weighting versus the S&P 500. And we're showing the USMV the iShares minimum volatility ETF. Now it is an, a, a competitor of the SPLV product from Invesco constructed differently, but it also is held up relatively well versus the broader marketplace, a bit more sector neutral than SPLV, but it's important to look inside the portfolio.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and that re-weighting, is really key right and um, tell us again explain what you said you said they added more in the consumer area right tell me a little bit about what they may have gotten rid of and what they added more of
1: right so splv rebalances on a quarterly basis the most recent rebalance took place in the middle of november It added a few consumer staples companies. It increased that weighting to an even higher exposure versus the broader marketplace. It reduced some exposure to real estate. So even though real estate is a relatively defensive sector, it pared back uh, some of what it had. uh, Relative to its historic level, it's still relatively high versus the broader marketplace. And we can see here, this defensive slant to SPLV has helped it to hold up much better during the volatile times of 2022. USMV, the iShares product, is set to rebalance at the end of the market close today. It happens every six months. It happens uh, at the end of November and at the end of May. But what's interesting about it is this ETF, USMV, is sector neutral or more sector neutral. It has constraints. So it probably has more exposure to information technology going forward than SPLV, because it needs to have broad market exposure and tends to have less exposure to the more defensive sectors like utilities, like real estate, Uh, but more exposure than the broader S&P 500, but less than you'd have from its peers. So important to look inside these two very popular low volatility ETFs that combined SPLV and USMV have gathered about $5 billion of net inflows in 2022. So really popular trend, one we think is gonna continue.
0: And that's the point, too, is that you think this can continue to be an outperformer in 2023. I know you had a few other ETFs here that you want on our radar. Which ones uh, jump out at you? I, I see a few um, that you can mention that we can write down and keep watching why they may be good ones.
1: That's true. So we've seen strong interest in these covered call strategies. These are equity income oriented products. You get exposure to the equity market, but with a covered call on top of it. So JEPI, J-E-P-I is one of the ones we're putting on the screen. The other one is X-Y-L-D from Global X. JEPI is actively managed so it's looking for lower risk companies and then adding on an income component, whereas the Global S&P 500 covered call ETF, XYLD, is owning the whole S&P 500, uh, as opposed to sorting through those individual companies, uh, and then adding an income component as well. These covered call strategies have gained significant traction with advisors at Vetify. We're hearing from those advisors that are more interested in an equity income component, as opposed to just having exposure to traditional corporate bonds and getting that income component, but being the corporate bond ETF is more at risk given the Fed's activity than a covered call strategy. And we think advisors are likely to continue to gravitate towards these products as we head into 2023.
0: Great to see you. And we'll have you on in 2023. We'll, we'll circle back and check these out and update at that time. Todd Rosenbluth, thank you. Vetify. Thank you. Nice to see you. Thank you.